put too many O's in horror. <laughs> How's your morning going? You asked me, and I rudely didn't ask you back. Oh, yeah, no, it's going fine. Me and Beth just made breakfast and hung out watched memes while we ate. <laughs> the best. Oh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. We were like, all right, what are we going to do while we make food? We made, like, a um, tofu scramble and mm-hmm. a uh, use some of those Beyond sausages. Oh, I love those, man. Yeah. They, they keep them in the frozen aisle now with the Harris Teeter by my house. Like the, the bratwurst or like the... No, the breakfast the, sausages. Like, the actual breakfast sausages. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, other than that, it's been chill. I stayed up late watching that shitty Marilyn Manson movie. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was so boring. I uh, I believe it. I don't see him as a good actor, you know? Like, I think he's a good performer, but not an actor. See, I think he's a really good actor. Really? What have you seen him act mm-hmm. in other than acting like a douche all the time? <laughs> he, was in, he was in Sons of Anarchy. He played, like, the head of, like, the Aryan nation in the last season. Oh. Yeah, I've never watched he Sons was, of Anarchy. Dude, it's it's a great show. It's what I hear. I really only want to watch it to see Henry Rollins and Peggy Bundy. Dude, and she's in every she's in every season, so she's yeah. great. Because like she's married to the showrunner. That's not why she has the role. She mm-hmm. has the role because she's great in it. But she happens to also be married to the shows the showrunner. Yeah, yeah. But Henry Rollins is like great in it because he plays a Nazi. That's what I heard. Like, yeah, he he like. He, like, fucking personifies everything he hates about the world. Mm-hmm. Or, like, everything he hates, like, in people. And yeah. he, it's just, it's fucking incredible. Okay. And that's the, that's the second season, so you only need to watch two seasons. If, like, if you want to get to mm-hmm. Henry Rollins, you just got to get through the first season, then he's in the second season. Cool. I'm sure I'll watch it somehow. I was thinking about restarting a couple TV shows, because uh, I was going through HBO Max stuff, and I was like... Fuck, there's so much stuff here I want to watch. <laughs> do, you have Hulu? do you have Hulu? I have everything now. I have too yes. much. I might as well just have bought cable because of the amount of money I'm spending. Because that's what we have right now. Like We have Sling, HBO Max, Hulu, Disney+. Plus. Uh, I think that's Netflix. Yeah, we got Netflix too. We got the big five. Yeah, same. Yeah, and I dreamt my sister. My sister has Shutter, and I have her login. I have not spent al- any time on it. I almost signed up for Shutter, but I like I, I don't watch like enough the- movies anyway. Yeah, I, I did the week free trial, mm-hmm. and there was this like the reason I signed up is because there was this like documentary on the making of Hellraiser one and two, mm-hmm. and that documentary was awesome. So like that week, I watched that, and that was like it. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was going to talk about some one of those like streaming services uh, in the episode today because I was cool. deep diving Crackle, and I was like, oh, my Yeah, goodness. you told me about that. I, I'm excited to hear about that. It's you want to get started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead with the intro. All right. Intro All bust, right, so biatch. All right, so I'm... <clears throat> All right. Count me down. Three, two, one, go. Three, a two, one. Welcome to all... Uh... <laughs> I, I immediately bombed it. <laughs> well, welcome to the Wizard with <laughs> well, Welcome to. All right. I forgot what our podcast was called. <laughs> All right. Three. All right. Three, a two, 
Three, two, one, go. Welcome to Adult Crash, episode two. My name is Frank. I'm and Jordo. With me, as always, is Jordo. It me. All right. So, what what have you been watching? Oh, this week. So, uh, Wandavision, obviously, because <laughs> that new episode was sick. Let's uh, dive into that first. Fire. Okay. So, so glad that as it's wait, seems, wait, wait, wait. Spoilers. So I, anything, you're watching anything the... we talk about is spoilers at this point. People spoilers. should know. People should know. Um, I'm so right, glad the internet was wrong, and Mephisto at the moment does not seem like the big bad. At the moment, at the moment, it seems because it seems that way because you sent me a meme about that episode six Easter egg where someone outlined that shark's uh, uh, surfboard. To make it look board, like it yeah. said Nightmare on it. And then I went and watched yeah. that episode back and I was like, that doesn't look like Nightmare at all. Like, no, it didn't. Like, no. Well, yeah, because I, re- I rewatched it too because I was like, oh, does it, okay, so does it say Nightmare? No, yeah. it doesn't. But I d- didn't he say Nightmare? I no. think he says the word. I don't think he does. But anyway, the, the, the TikTok sleuths, I'm glad that they're off the... Uh, they're off the case because now, now the reveal is there, and I'm like, "Good, cool. I like this villain a lot more, and it makes more sense." And now I want to go back yeah. and watch the whole series and see where she's at in all situations now, because Agnes was just like, "I'm always here when all the bad shit's happening," and it's just that yeah, it that great. little that little song they gave her too after the dude, reveal Agatha was so good. Yeah, dude, I loved it, dude. And I killed Sparky too. I'm like, dude. <laughs> And that evil laugh after yeah, she said yeah. that. Dude, well, perfect. It also, it's like, it was so telling from the previous episode when she was dressed as a witch. And then she was just like, yeah, there's no hope for any of us. And then she go- goes into like a full cackle. You're like, yeah, yeah. you you left so, episode six feeling sympathetic for her. And then when episode seven rolls around and she's breaking the fourth wall a lot more, which also... Mm-hmm was perfect because <laughs> of the type of episodes they were doing like yeah dude that God, i love the writing of this I, show i love that the the i don't bite and then they cut to her and she's like i actually did bite a kid once yeah well because <laughs> what i love is every plot point that they're trying to make or like anything that they're trying to like convey to the audience they do in the style of the sitcom they're parroting so yeah. it's like yeah. Okay, she's breaking the fourth wall more and giving us more character than she has before and she's able to because yes. of the because of, of the the, the, um, the Yeah, because of the style the of sitcom style. she's in. Yeah. It was dude, just I love oh, it. And so dude, good. Like it's, it's I love it that stays the in the worlds that they're making per episode and it's great. Yes. And dude, I loved the I love all of the plays on the theme song where like the mel the the I'm trying to think of the notes, but like the there's like there's like three notes that oh, the, like st- remain. Yeah, it sounds like The Office. Like as soon as I saw it. Well, no, no, no but I'm saying. God damn it! Hold on. Okay. My headphones got caught, and it's awesome. But this episode specifically, the the theme song like was a perfect play on the Office theme. Yeah, it was perfect. Because the it was perfect. the episode prior, it was a per- almost perfect play on that we might be giant song from Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, and it was awesome. Yeah, the last two episodes have been swell. Like they've been so good. I, I love, I loved this episode. Yeah. I, I like, 
I find it. I've found it really hard to go back and rewatch episodes mm-hmm. of the show because, like, there's parts that I've loved of every episode, but there's also parts that I'm like, oh my god, let's just get through it. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, of some of them, but mm-hmm. this one, I like immediately rewatched it, and then yeah. I rewatched it again later in the day. I was like so excited to watch this episode. Yeah, because there's so I many love... like little things in it. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I thought um, it was hilarious watching. Um, watching Vision like succumb to the format of the episode where he's yes. like when he's, he's like, like sitting, sitting there talking and he's like yeah I just think Wanda's setting all this stuff up just to slow me down and then it like shoots to him later and he's just kind of like this is ridiculous why am I talking to you why am I doing any of this and he just flies away why is he participating yeah I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see my wife. He's just he just participating for the sake of being a part of the the world, and it's like he just realizes like I don't have to fucking do this. Like he yeah, hasn't yeah, it was, he it hasn't great. had to participate in the show for the last two episodes. He's just like going along with it. Yeah, but I'm I'm also glad oh, I, I that loved it. My theory of the reason that the military guy had such an investment in it was that he did want to weaponize. Um, yeah, you were right again because I was like, "That's the that's got to be the only reason." Because they wanted to weaponize him prior. Yeah, because it didn't make, was... it didn't make sense for him to be in a shield holding facility as a corpse. Like I said, an Avenger, yes, yeah. or sword. It was sorry. sword, my guy. It was not shield. Sorry, Come sword, on. sword, shield, knife, spoon, whatever. They're they're all different things. Um, what if there was? What if there was like actually a, a Marvel organization organization called Spoon? It would have to be when they crossed universes with the Tick. That's the only way that could work appropriately. The Tick is the leader of Spoon. Yeah. It's just him bothering Arthur all the time. It'd be perfect. Um, <laughs> I fucking love the Tick. Um, <laughs> but uh, isn't there like an Amazon Prime show? Yeah, tick? I don't like it as I like the animated Tick a lot more. Like I started watching. I've never seen anything. So, the animated show I watched all the time when I was a kid. It was just perfect for 10-year-old me. Fucking perfect. Um, Uh, So long ago. Yeah, so... (laughs) 24 years ago. Um, (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, but the... uh, yeah, it was it's it's a great show. Like if you can go back and find episodes of the Fox Kids animated series, watch that first before you watch anything else. Um, The live action one they did on Fox was okay, wasn't great. Uh and then this newest one, like I watched a couple episodes and I was like, "All right, I get it." And then people were like, "You have to kind of like watch through season 1 cuz season 2 is better." And I'm like, mm. "I I don't like wasting my time with a show if someone's like, "Well, eventually it gets good." It's like, "Okay, well, I could just watch it. I could watch something that is good right off the break." And yeah. I'll come back to that later. Like there's so much in my backlog. I can't waste time working up to when a show gets good, I just rather like yeah. not watch it and watch something else. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I understand that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I was with Parks and Rec. Like pe- people are like, w- like watch episode, watch season one, but but it doesn't get good till season two. I completely skipped season one. I-, I was like, fuck that. That show has never, ever made me laugh. Really? Not. I mean, once. I- so. <laughs> When I first started watching it, I really enjoyed it. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, this is so funny! This is different. This is awesome!" Yeah, mind you, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of The Office at the time either. I, so I've never I really like, gotten the appeal of that show either. 
I, 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 I like the the mockumentary style. Never made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true because this is Spinal Tap's my favorite movie. Yeah, The Office never the the Office specifically was never funny to me mm-hmm. for years. It's one of my favorite shows now. I, I got into it and eventually it grew on me. Mm-hmm. But I I got into Parks first, and at first I was like, this is so funny. This is a great show, and like. As our political, the landscape of like politics here mm-hmm. has like just devolved into like identity politics, mm-hmm. the more I've realized that the show Parks and Rec is just pandering to make people like appreciate the government. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's a oh well because they manage a pool. Job. It, it's park. No oh. Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, they manage the pool, but they also manage the parks. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And like, and I'd say probably the parks and rec department's the only one part of the government that actually works. Yeah, yeah. They keep people out of there after seven. <laughs> they work. They're yeah. doing their job. They yeah. keep us. <laughs> no, but like they keep I us from stumbling over something because there's no natural like, light anymore. Like the last two seasons, like. Leslie, uh, Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. is like working in D.C. and like there's cameos from all of these politicians. Oh, weird! Like, and like it's just like hum- It's like it's humanizing them, and it's like yeah, they're humans, but they're also evil people. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to laugh and be like, oh, Joe Biden's so quirky. Oh, John McCain's so quirky. John McCain is burning in hell. Fuck John McCain. More than likely, yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't understand the pandering part of that. But I've never made it so through I li- like a couple so I li- episodes. I, I I can't watch the show anymore. I loved it for so long, and mm-hmm. now that's all I see and all I notice. Oh damn! And so now I'm like, oh fuck off! I can't watch it anymore. Damn. Yeah, I the only show like that, like I can't really think of a show like it's. I'll go back and watch Seinfeld sometimes, and then I'll kind of be like, "Ooh, this episode is like, did not age well." Like, there's episodes of of Seinfeld that like do not age well, and you kind of find out that there's like a lot of kind of like racist, sexist, and xenophobic humor yep. like thrown all through that yep. show. So it's like, ah, uh, this is rough. And then you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it's like all there too but it also is like attacked more for it being in the shows i don't know i yeah. feel like curb is like way way better than seinfeld ever was because they had so like I, no leash on him yeah so i don't like seinfeld mm-hmm. i i i have watched several episodes trying to get into it yeah never worked i've never thought any of the people on it were funny yeah i i i literally do not like Jer- like jerry seinfeld is like a revered and like like you know, like praised comedian. Mm-hmm. He's not fucking funny. I think he is not fucking funny. He is a, a relic of a comedy style. Like I think that observational humor is funny to an extent. Yeah, it works more in a stand-up field. Um, yeah, and the there are like there are so many like meta jokes in the show that are mm-hmm. actually funny and relatable to real-world situations, but. I know, like, I know there's two camps of 90s sitcoms. There's the people that are in the Friends camp and people that are in the Seinfeld camp. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't so, take, I take, cannot take Friends seriously at all. I have never enjoyed it. And it's just, like, you can watch a show and predict every joke that's about to be made 
like, I would say every, every 30 seconds, you can be like, okay, well, formulaically, they're going to come to a joke at this point. Or, yeah, here's where so, the lap track's coming in. That's that's kind of what I don't so, like about The Office either. It's no, like, yeah, their, yeah. their comedy, and a lot of those style of shows, their punchlines are predictable. Like, you can see it coming a mile away, and it's like... So, one, you're yeah. wrong about The Office, because mm-hmm. there's like... There's hidden things in episodes that you don't notice the first watch. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a scene where um, Michael knocks somebody. They're at the hospital. Michael knocks somebody's IV out. Yeah, and I've I've seen this show thirteen times through. I'm not kidding. Like I, I became excessive. a fan. Li- well, okay. So <laughs> there's 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 a couple couple of caveats. All right. Mm-hmm. So 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 I'm, I'm going to finish the story about the episode. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, so. Remember, I've seen this 13 times through. So, mm-hmm. um, so Michael knocks an IV out and like he's like trying to put it back together and he's like, oh, this is disgusting. Ugh. And a nurse comes in and goes, don't touch that. And then fixes it. Mm-hmm. On my 14th go through this series, um, I, I noticed that when the nurse fixes the IV, Kevin in the background is like, <laughs> he just starts clapping for the nurse fixing the IV. And it's like, I've, I made it through this fucking show 13 times. I never noticed it. The 14th time, I'm fucking dying laughing because he's giving the nurse applause for doing her job. That's weird. <laughs> so, dude, like, because there's so many characters, mm-hmm. you you notice different things every time you watch the show. So, like, it's really, like, a master course in, like, writing comedy. The show is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And I understand why I understand yeah. why people don't like it, and like I'm not gonna knock you for not liking it. But yeah. it's like there's stuff in there that you're just like, oh fuck! It's, it's more start. it's more of the format. Like I, I'm not a fan oh, yeah. of that format yeah. of show. There's only two shows that I like that are in that format, and it's Modern Family because they don't really rely on the 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 documentary part of it as much in later seasons, um, and that live action Muppets show that was based off of like miss piggy having a late night show that oh yeah 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 yeah. that they did that perfectly like i love that they try to modernize it did because people were like i don't know what the muppets are this is stupid it's just trying to be the office and i'm like yeah the muppets are a variety parody troupe that's what they do like yeah you should be enjoying this like i loved that show like i meant to watch it and then i didn't oh i'm part of the problem and i'm sorry goddamn funny like there were just maybe maybe if i watched it it wouldn't have gotten canceled i'm so sorry yeah maybe it's fine i mean i i I have such a soft spot for the muppets and i fucking love the muppets so i'm angry great i'm angry every time that they're like here's a new muppet show and i'm like let's go and then they're like nah we're gonna put it back the 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 movie that uh jason siegel wrote perfect one that came out it was so good it was incredible perfect and it was actually, it was like, you know, well-reviewed and everything. So it's not like I'm arguing for something that was like panned. But yeah, another, uh, going back to my caveat about, caveat about The Office, mm-hmm. I have I have this like running theory. The more depressed you are, the more you cling on to The Office. So like, I have a bunch of friends that like rewatch The Office like mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And, and my theory is the more depressed you are, the more you cling on to this show that you know will make you feel good. Mm. So like... So I rewatched that show a lot when I was at my most depressed. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's kind of, it's like a it's a running theory. Like I so, I think that people So do you think that's because 
because I do that with shows that I watched when I was younger. Like so, when I'm when I'm really bummed out, I'll watch a show from when I was a kid and binge yeah. watch it. Like my when I'm at my low point, I watch every episode of My Name Is Earl because that show, show that show's fucking perfect and it's, that, a, it's a crime it got yeah. canceled too. Um, yeah, but nothing it didn't run for a long time though. It only ran for like four, I uh, no, uh, like five or six seasons, but it ended on a cliffhanger, which is what makes me so angry. Oh, uh, that's, um, nice. but the, uh, the, the writing on that show is fucking great. Like I've, you know, I have the trailer, deep the, belly laughed so much watching that show. The trailer park that the show is like based in mm-hmm. Pimmit Hills yeah, is based on a neighborhood that's like right next to Tommy's house. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, there's yeah. hints that it's based in Virginia. Yes, because yeah. Jason Lee's from from this area. Yep, yep. Which is cool. As sh- he, I love Jason Lee. He's so that's funny just like, as fuck. Um, he's from he's from here. Um, fucking Mark Hamill is from around here. Yep. And, Jim Henson's um, from my old neck of the woods. Jim Henson's from yeah. around here, and fucking uh, Dave Grohl yeah. grew up in Annandale. Yep, which is like. Right there, right there. Um, so cool. But yeah, um, the uh, back. well, what I was gonna say real quick is I, I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel right. like with the like more people watch The Office and get it more when they're bummed out. I wonder if that's more because it's like it's a show that's so like commonly respected in our age group, so anyone who's bummed out can watch it and have something to talk about with someone else. Because like yeah, there there are funnier shows. But it's like, hey, I know everyone likes The Office. I'm sad. I want to watch this so I can talk to people about it. Like, I'm not well, trying to. Really, I'm not trying to devalue it in any way. But I'm like, I, I don't think... really know if that's a fair assessment because the show is funny as hell. Like, so you say, like, <laughs> Jeremy. Jer- Jeremy like has gone on record. He hates the show, but there mm. are things that he thinks are fucking hilarious about it. So eh, like, I, don't, th- I have, I have is... a weird, weird sense of humor. Like, The Simpsons can still make me laugh to this day, even though it's not funny. Modern episodes yeah. of The Simpsons. So going back to yeah. <laughs> what we were talking about with Seinfeld and Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a camp that I was in for a long time, uh, and so I own. So this, this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> we're but done. Can I, can I make an argument for my my um, the my soul? There's no like the show. There's no. I don't like the show. Argument you can like make for owning. I don't like the show Why do you own? friends at all like why do you have it we're gonna go ahead and go back to my teen years i used to have several um dvd packs of the show Mm -hmm. i had no friends so the friends were my friends i would watch that show all the time because i had nobody to hang out with see i did that with fresh prince of bel-air see that's a that's a better show yeah that with but i i had to work with the tools i was given i was given Friends seasons and Will and Grace season one. Oh man! So, which, if those are your tools. You were given a power drill without a fucking battery. <laughs> and that's the the place I, I grew up in. So Oof. there you go. Um, you know, most of the people so friend, I talk to about Friends say that they only watch it because they watched it when they were younger because there was nothing else yeah. to watch. Yeah, and I tried to watch Seinfeld when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I tried to get out of the Friends camp. Yeah, I never thought Seinfeld was funny. See, I, I thought part, I thought parts of Friends were funny, mm-hmm. and then as I've gotten older, anytime I go back and like a show, like an episode's on TV, and I like try to sit through it, mm-hmm. I don't think any of it's funny anymore. 
so a show that like my so my parents watched Frasier a lot when I was younger, um, <sighs> and I didn't get it. But now as an adult, I oh I love Frasier so much. Frasier is a fucking perfect show. I I binge watched the entire series uh, a few years ago when it popped up on Hulu. I literally watched every single fucking episode all the way through, and I'm like, why did I hate this show? It's so it's so stupid. It's slapstick, but so smart at being slapstick. It, it is. It's so good. It, it's like I can't describe how good Frasier is. Frasier is no it's one of one of the best 90s sitcoms period that's one of those shows that me and my sister used to watch together all Mm -hmm. the time so so i have very fond memories of watching Frasier. oh yeah it's on the mount rushmore of 90s uh sitcoms oh hell yeah yeah so as i've gotten older i've realized that friends literally just ripped off um living single yep which is a much funnier show it's it's a way better show yeah so it's like I'm trying to sell this DVD pack because like I bought it and then like a year after I bought it was when I started to fall off the friends boat. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, I spent this much money on this thing and now I don't even fucking watch the show anymore. So your friendship was in peril. Exactly. Duh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Should we go? Should we go back to Wandavision? <laughs> uh, I think. I mean, I think we covered most of what. Uh we wanted to talk about in one division i think i think we hit all the nails really, on the head did we mention the how much i loved the fact that there was a post-credit scene yeah i almost missed it <laughs> i did i did too yeah I, you know like i fucking the credits rolling i start i picked my phone up and was playing on it mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden it came back and i was like whoa what the fuck and i put my phone down and it yeah. was just like whoa because remember when we were talking about how like whenever the show ends it's like seven minutes left of credits and we're yeah. like, ah, okay, and then you just tune out. And then this time it's like, no, it's Photon and Petro popping up together and going like, ah, shit, what are we going to do? It's like, <laughs> it's like, like JK. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what the was, fuck? Great. All right, now I have to pay attention to all the episodes now at the end. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm ex- Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I'm so pumped to see how this goes for the next two episodes. Um, and I think the next two, are, I think at least the last episode is going to be an hour long. I would assume. I would assume. I'm hoping the last two are an hour long because there was a rumor on Instagram that oh, no. uh, the last three, the last three were going to be an hour long, and then like it was like this one was the same, like 38 minutes, and it's like fuck. I f- so um, you don't really hang out in the uh, Nintendo community as much as I do, but people literally like the Marvel Cinematic Rumor Mill is about as bad as the Nintendo Rumor Mill. Um, mm-hmm. where it's like one, one nerd will say something, throw it out into space, and then every nerd goes, you know what, he's right. And then when it's not true, because it's a rumor, everyone's like, ah, the fuck, <laughs> I've been had. And it's ah! like, yes, you've been had because some fucking dude named like Party Monster sixty nine on Reddit was like, hey man, I think Mephisto is the villain because. That wacky, inflatable in you know arm flailing tube man looks kind of red in one episode. So clearly, <laughs> it's him. <laughs> um, okay, so I would like to talk about that. Going off of that, uh-huh. I, I so this episode did not clarify whether um, Agatha is working alone or not, and Mephisto is the reason Scarlet Witch had kids in the comics. 
So mm-hmm. he's still in play. There's mm-hmm. still potential for him to be in play. Could be. There could be. But I feel I saw, like I they're trying somebody... to skirt away from that in this Marvel Universe. Maybe. But, Maybe. But he is a big bad that would work. Because, wait, in what, with, like, in, in because, what Marvel because... Universe did... Because I know like Wanda and Vision are their parents in the comic books. Yes. So... Is there an alternate one where they don't smash? I, I don't know. I don't Vision's know. Made of vibranium. I, I I have no idea. But so like, I think I feel like Mephisto would be like would make sense to be a big bad mm-hmm. because like the rest of the big bads that are left in the Marvel camp are Galactus most and of, mo- well Galactus, Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. and then the rest are like X Men villains. So it's like. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mephisto would be a good villain to use having to introduce X-Men and Fantastic Four, which we are getting soon, mm-hmm. but, like, for now is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I saw a, uh Instagram rumor that Henry Pym was supposed to be... Or not Henry Pym, sorry. Um, fuck, what's his name? Hank McCoy was supposed to be introduced in an episode coming up or something like that of WandaVision. And I'm like, no, I don't I don't see that happening either. Um Well, what 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 if they just introduced him as a scientist and then like when Wanda creates the ex, like creates the event that makes mutants, that's when he becomes beast. So That'd be cool. Okay, so does she need to be involved in whatever story Marvel is going to try to tell in the next 10 years of like a House of M storyline cuz I yeah. doubt they're gonna do a House of M storyline. Like, well, House of M was the 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 ending of the mutants. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so like, well, I don't see them doing a House of M. I mean, if they do, because I remember the whole reason the Marvel Universe cinematic universe started in the first place was that mistake. was the um, what was it? Uh, the popularity of the Civil War comic book line that came out. Right. And they were like, okay, we want to make. We want to make this into a movie at some time because that's that series saved yeah. Marvel, um, yeah, back in the day because they were just like the late '90s and early 2000s of Marvel was just trash, nothing but Dookie right. everywhere. Um, but that series came along because it was something that was kind of set in real time, some shit that was like relevant, some shit that like you could theoretically see happening in the real world, which is something that Marvel kind of like didn't really cater to, I guess. Right. Like there's no yeah. realism to an extent, obviously, but they, right. um, yeah, I remember like at one of the comic cons, they were talking about how popular it was and they want to make it in, they wanted to make a movie adaptation at some point. And they were like, well, in order to do that, we need to make movies where we introduce characters and make it make sense. So right. that was kind of like the whole jumping off point. Like, of course that could be just one person's opinion of why they wanted to do this big cinematic universe, but at the time they were talking about it, like I can't remember the writers for the Civil War comics. Um, it'll come to oh, me. Oh, Mark Millar. Mark Millar wrote uh, Civil War. There you go. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was talking. It was him talking on a panel, I think. And they were saying that like they really wanted to do a movie movie adaptation. Um, and I'm glad they fucking did because the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been like some of the best action movies that have come out in like my lifetime yeah they're great i mean 
I think... I don't want to get shit for saying this. I think that, like, Infinity War and Endgame are more like, you know... I don't... I hate to give Martin Scorsese credit, but, like, they're just, like, visual effect, like, you know, movies. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you go and watch... Captain America, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier, Civil War. Those are fucking movies. Yeah, they are. Like, like those those movies are like fucking incredible. Like, yeah. Well, I think finally like, what they did was they took, they found a way to make comic book movies good movies as opposed to just like a yeah. good comic and book like, movie. I don't want anybody thinking that I don't think that Endgame is a good movie. It's a genuinely good movie, mm-hmm. but like. It, it there is so many visual effects that it kind of distracts from mm. filmmaking. I, can I see saw that. some like, I saw some like, um, it was like a news article about like the tools they use to make the the visual effects, mm-hmm. and like originally it was like, like you create a digital like mock up of how the movie's gonna, like how like certain visual effects are gonna be made. Yeah. And, like, in the earlier movies, like, 20 shots would be done. Mm-hmm. Whereas, for Endgame, it was the entire movie they did. The digital rendering of mm. it. And it's, like... So, like, I kind of see where, like, the criticisms of, like, you know, they're just, like, spectacles come from. I mean, it's... While also uh, appreciating them as movies. Because they are great movies. To but be it's fair, like, the, the spectacle like it's the the end of the war supposedly so that is the spectacle right. so yeah those are like you know they're the breakdown you know that's the crescendo it's mm-hmm. like your whole yeah your whole thing yeah. is leading up to this like 23 like 22 movies were leading to endgame so yeah. it, it makes com- complete and total sense i mean they it was beautiful yeah and i was there i was there opening night i was fucking screaming my head off see i stopped doing opening nights for marvel movies i i i don't want to be around that much energy i want to see it at like one in the afternoon in an empty theater <laughs> that's the way i want to experience marvel movies see i i'm so impatient i want to see them opening night like yeah I like I even I saw Mar- uh, Captain Marvel opening night. I had a great time. I, so that's a great that that's a good movie. Like yeah, it's a little it's a, a little uneven front to back, mm-hmm. but like like after like four rewatches, it's really a great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, Avengers: Age of Ultron is the one. No, no, sorry, not Avengers: Age of Ultron. The first Avengers was the last one I saw opening night. I was just so mm-hmm. aggravated. Like I was trying to watch the movie, and people were just like dressed up in costumes and yelling and fucking just yes! yeah and i'm like dude this isn't a comic-con panel i paid money to see a fucking movie shut the fuck up <laughs> like and i will counter that and tell you that you're a grandpa because i fucking i i too love to go see movies mm-hmm. but i'm also there to have a fucking good time i am not <laughs> i want to see the movie <laughs> Like, I want to watch the... I want to see the movie. I'm not here for all the extra shit. You know? Like, I'm I'm, I'm sitting down... Like, yes. I love that there's community-based interest in something. And that people can, like, come together and enjoy something while being socially regressive um, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. I, you know, I've seen all of them opening night. And the only ones that had 
crowds like that were Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, like really? I saw, I saw Ant Man and the Wasp opening night. I saw Captain and Captain Marvel opening night. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, what else did I see opening? I saw Civil all War, them. I saw, I saw all them opening night up to Avengers. Avengers was just like I can't do this anymore because it happened during Iron Man. It happened during. Um, See, Iron Man two. It happened during. I saw. Fucking... I saw. Iron, I didn't see Iron Man two opening. I, Iron Man two was the only one in the in phase one mm-hmm. that I saw in theaters because like I was I didn't care yet. Yeah. It 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 wasn't until I think Age of Ultron that I was like, oh shit, I need to watch all these movies. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty excited for all of them because like I was robbed of a good X Men series. Um, most of the comic book movies I saw as a kid were all trash. Um, mm. they never did adaptations correctly back then. And then for them to be like, oh, this movie is like actually trying to cater to people that enjoy the source material as opposed to the average moviegoer where, yeah. you know, the Marvel universe is basically smartened up the average moviegoer into like, oh, I know I'm going to get a quality movie out of this production studio so, even if I don't know who the fucking characters are, I'm just going to go see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, so, it's I, I love what they did for the movie industry. Like, I think that they kind of... I'm trying to think of how to word this. They, they put a bit of, like, a stigma on writing and production, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you're making a movie based off of another IP you don't have an excuse to make it shitty unless you just don't care. Like there's like, when you see that this is what they can do, this is what you can make as far as a movie goes. What, why are you just going to pedal out shit? Like you don't have an excuse to, you just don't care about the product. You don't care about what you do. It's like, so I think that's why dark Phoenix did so bad because nobody fucking cared making that movie. Well, I, okay. So, they did care. Brian Singer is just bad at yeah. making movies. <laughs> yep. Yep. They they okay. So like halfway through, they're like they're like we're gonna make this a good movie, mm-hmm. and then halfway through, Disney bought out Fox. Yeah. So then by the end of like the production, they were like, oh, who cares? Just put it out. Well, like so like and this... it, I gotta say, mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix was better than Apocalypse. I I'm uh, trying to work up the will to watch Apocalypse since I just watched First Class. You're... You were talking about that last week. You were saying you were gonna watch it. And yeah, I bailed. It yet. <laughs> I bailed. I haven't I mean, watched I, it yet. I mean, we both bailed on watching Soul. I've been too busy watching other shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went. Um. I went down a rabbit hole of watching uh, Robotech and some other shit. Um. It's fine, man. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Watch yeah. No. Like I. You know? I watched that and I got a. Uh, this is actually one of the movies I wrote down that I wanted to talk about because it's fucking so dumb so um i was going through crackle because that's where i found out robotech was and i could watch it for free um yeah so i was like okay cool like i can watch robotech on there which i don't know if you ever seen robotech but it's a i have not it's a clusterfuck of an early 80s or mid 80s anime basically some some u.s movie company bought the licenses for three different animes that all happened to do with space and robots. And okay. he basically was like, make these three separate shows, one series. 
So it's a clusterfuck of a show. <laughs> but it sounds um, like a nightmare. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's good up until like episode twenty-one, where it's supposed to end, mm-hmm. and then everything after is just kind of dog shit. But ah, um, okay. so I'm, I'm re- rewatching all those because um, I haven't seen those in like over twenty years. Um, but the uh, I was going through all the movies on there, and there is like yeah, yeah. a ridiculous amount of like goofy action movies. There's, like, a ton of old Van Damme movies, a ton of old Dolph Lundgren movies. Um, like, Is the Punisher on there? Not that one. No, 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 no. That one's not on there. But um, fucking uh, Raw Deal is on there, which is, like, a Schwarzenegger movie nobody talks about, but it's just a fucking wild one. Um, some, some merch company made... A raw deal shirt recently. Fuck yeah! And I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Dope. I've never I've never even I've never even heard of raw deal. It's one of his I like it's one of his movies. Like I I pride myself on my collection of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jean Claude Van Damme movies. Um, yeah, because I just really enjoy goofball action movies. Um, yeah, of course. But like, Crackle has so many. <laughs> it's it's kind of offensive how many movies are on there. That are just like goofball movies. Also, there's a ton of like old black exploitation movies, like Dolomite and shit like that. Um, oh, yeah. And another, there's this great movie trilogy they have on there. Um, they don't, sorry, no, it's not the trilogy because they don't have all three movies. But uh, Penitentiary One and Two mm-hmm. are just ludicrous old school black exploitation movies that are really fucking good. Um, I gotta. I want to sit down and watch both of those back to back because I haven't seen those in a long oh, yeah. time either. Um, but when I was going through there, I saw that they had a Tom Arnold stand up. <laughs> oh God! And Tom Arnold is not funny, but I remembered. <laughs> I I was I was watching it and I was like, Yo, there was this movie that I used to rent from Blockbuster all the time that Tom Arnold was in, and it was like this stupid fucking movie. Um, so I found it and rewatched it uh, two days what ago. What movie is it? So it's the stupids. Have you ever seen this? I've never heard of it. Oh my fucking god! So the stupids was based off of a um, comic strip, um, okay. and it came out like mid nineties. Do you have like your computer loaded up right now? Because you should totally look up the trailer for this. I just looked up it, and this looks stupid, <laughs> dude. So. They're basically like a family from the 1950s that are just oblivious to the world, and they live in the 1990s. Um, oh. Yeah, it is so dumb. The plot is, is they just exist, and then somehow get roped into some crazy-ass, like, uh, CIA fucking cover-up for something... And they end up fighting some... There's some goofy shit that goes on. But it is a ridiculous hour and a half. Um, okay. Of Tom Arnold walking around looking like a used car salesman from 1954. That's exactly what he looked <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it is such a ridiculous movie. And, like, I was talking to uh, my boss about it the other day because... Or, I don't remember how it came up. But uh, I started talking about the... There's a song in the movie... Where he's mm-hmm. on like like a Ricky Lake style kind of show, which is also dating yeah, yeah. me. Um, the, the, uh, so he's. I was not gonna like that. I make jo- old jokes. About I know, I know, I know. I know. But 
I wasn't going to touch that one. I dove, I dove in. I dove in head first. Um, but <laughs> they, there's a scene on there where they're like, oh, so what's so like, because he didn't mean to show up on this show. He just kind of like walked down the wrong hallway and they sat him in a chair. Okay. And they're like, well, what's something interesting about what you do? And he's like, oh, well, uh, I'm my own grandpa. And people are like, what? And he goes into like this hoedown song that's like a five minute segment <laughs> of him singing yeah. about lineage wise how he's his own grandfather <laughs> what the fuck yeah <laughs> it's so stupid like I, that does not dude sound fun no that no man so it is so like it's one of those 90s movies like blank check or dunstan checks in or like just oh like, dude it's just a stupid fucking movie <laughs> i love dunstan Dunstan Checks In is like a re- a really well written movie. It's so fuck. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's so dumb, but great. Like it is. I, it's it's yeah. dumb. It's dumb yeah. as fuck, but yeah. it's so well written that it it, it it's in- enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I've gone back and watched it. It's it it's held up, man. Yeah, I I have, that's a good one. I have an obsession of wanting to find every like cornball 90s like family movie because all all the the 90s family movies are like these ridiculous premises that are like not not cohesive for anything that anyone should ever want to put out in a movie theater oh hell no like uh it's like like baby's day out like yeah yeah fucking ridiculous movie ridiculous premise yeah they're like all right we're gonna watch this baby elude criminals for an hour and a half (laughs) It, uh, I, it's, I don't know, but you, I love it. I think loved about, it. You think, you think about movies that got made in the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. and you're like, how did that, like, how, like, yeah, because especially with like, like how hard it is to make a movie nowadays. Yeah, like because like studios are so afraid of losing money. It was like back then they didn't care. They did they not give whatever a they, shit. They didn't give a fuck, dude. No. They just made. Whatever they wanted. Yeah, and they would find, like, and when you go back and look at them, they don't have actors in it that would, like, pull, like, a, oh, hell a, no. a movie crowd. Like, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, nobody is breaking the doors down to see Rick Moranis in a movie. No offense to Rick Moranis. Nowadays, they would, because they he... They would now because of, he, because of the lore he, of Rick Moranis. He's been retired from acting for so long yeah. that if he... If he if if he would agree to sign back up for Spaceballs two, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks would make it. He has in a heartbeat. He's, yeah, he's been like he has said he's gone on record to say it would happen if Rick mm-hmm. would be down for it. Well, here's the thing though. I feel that the the legend of Rick Moranis at this point is more important than the actual movie criteria or the movie like history of Rick Moranis because like. Spaceballs is good and all, but Rick Moranis isn't really Space- the main the main that's, of that. That's bull. That's bullshit. That movie is good because of Rick Moranis. Uh, he is in okay. fucking credible as Dark Helmet. Maybe it's been a long time since I've seen Pl- him Mel playing Brooks the movies. straight, like him playing the like. He's like he's us in that, like you know, mm-hmm. like he's like what the fuck is going like. The whole surrounded by assholes I knew, bit is great. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah. That uh like, How many assholes do we have on this shit? Okay. Yo! <laughs> well, so, all right, Spaceballs might be a bad bad uh example. But like him and him and Ghostbusters, he's kind of forgettable. 
Um, yes, 100. I, I will give you that. Yeah. Like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, he's just kind of there, you know? Um, I'll tell you where he shines. The straight-to-VHS movie, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. That is the, I think... Because that's the only time he's ever been in the movie for more than 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, I think that was the third or fourth one. Because there's, okay, so there's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, and then I think it's Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves. Or is there four? Okay, so it's the, it's, I I don't know. So... To the Google um, machine. Yeah, you take care of that. Yeah, Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Like my parents bought us that VHS, and I watched it all the time. That movie's fucking hilarious. I I had this weird like when I was younger. I thought that like because a movie didn't come out in theaters meant it was automatically bad. Like that was yeah. the thing I thought as a kid. Because like, well, I mean, I think I think society told us that. I think so too. But it's like, no, it's not true. No, because like I really enjoy the second Aladdin movie, even though it didn't. Wait, yeah, me Aladdin too. 2, because Return of Jafar didn't. Did that come out in theaters? I don't think so. Okay. I think Aladdin 3 was fun too. There's yeah. The third one. All, all the Aladdin movies are fun. Now, the yeah. straight to VHS uh, versions of the Home Alone movies are garbage. Like, Home Alone 3 is terrible. I'm going to go. I'm, it's great. Look, you are fucking I, I, like, I like French Stewart as much as four other people, but I. He's am, not in the third one. Yeah, he is. He's not in the third one. French Stewart no, is totally he's in the, in the third one. one. He is in the fourth one. He's in the fourth one. Go- no. Google it right fucking no. now. Hold on. Google it right fucking now. You are Home wrong. Home Alone 3. If my brain is putting both of these together... That is horseshit. Why does everyone look like fucking Alice Cooper on the box art? <laughs> like, dude, look. Hold on. Like, look at that. Like, everybody... I know, dude. Hold on. Focus. I know. Everybody looks like Alice Cooper. It's because of the hell that the kid puts them through. That movie is fucking hilarious, dude. No, no, not at all. Society has told everyone that it is a bad movie, but it is great. Scarlett Johansson's in it, man. It's one of her first roles. Okay, you're right. Okay, so Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, is the one with French Stewart in it. And I don't know why my brain put both of those movies together. French Stewart and then the other guy, they're like literally playing Harry and Marv from the first two movies, but Mm -hmm. they're just different actors. Okay, so I th- I think there is only three Honey I Shrunk the Kids movies. Yeah, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, eight, 1989, Honey I Blew Up the Kid, 1992, and Honey We Shrunk Ourselves, 1997. That's when it jumped the shark. <laughs> I love Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. That movie's fun. Anyway, um, yeah. Rick, Rick Moranis stole the show in Spaceballs. Rick Moranis stole the show in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. I always, he, I always forget about Little Shop of Horrors um, until I see it. That's a movie that, like, yeah. I've seen a fuckload of times, but it's just like saying it's uh, like saying it's forgettable sounds cruel, but like I just don't think about it until someone says something about it. Although I did finally watch the the sixties uh, one or fifties one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it was randomly on Comet. Uh, when I was like home from work, and I was like, "Oh, Little Shop of Horrors." I haven't watched that in a while, and I put it on to like think it was the Rick Moranis one. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck this is Jerry Lewis looking motherfucker?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the old <laughs> one." Um, um, okay, so I, I, you know what? I think I spoke incorrectly. 
Okay. Moranis doesn't steal. He doesn't steal the show in the Little Hop Shop of Horrors. Um, I mean, Steve Tech- Martin steals the show. Yeah, in yeah. The when he's the fucking crazy ass dentist. He's, he's the dentist. Yeah. No, he's, he's oh oh. <laughs> he's incredible in that movie. He's I, I love like dudes. I, I mean Rick Rick Moranis is great in it too, but I I, I misspoke. Yeah. Steve Martin steals the show. I I have a huge soft spot for uh, Steve Martin because my my dad was a big Steve Martin fan, so like. I've seen so many Steve Martin movies, like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, um, mm-hmm. uh, Father of the Bride one and two. Like, I'm sure there's better. The I'm sure jerk. there's better movies. Oh, The Jerk's great. The Jerk's fucking great. Um, yeah, no, I, I fuck with him heavy. All of his all of his oh, guest good. spots on the Muppet Show also were really good. Bring that back around. Yes. Um, Incredible. Oh, uh, what is it? I finally, I finally finished um, the Roanoke season of uh, fucking uh, American Horror Story. I have never sat through a full season of that show. Yeah, so um, I don't blame you, because <laughs> I. All right, so Beth watches it. Um, she's watched every season leading up to where we're at now, because we were kind of like watching them together. Um, the only season I watched straight through, uh, when it aired originally was, um, the hotel season. Um, okay. and that's because Lady Gaga, like Lady Gaga was in that season. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Right. And I watched one episode and I was like, this reminds me of Suspiria. This is really cool. Um, and I got kind of obsessed with it more for like the music selection that was happening in the show. Cause like. We were talking yeah. about that in the last episode where it's like music to scene selection is a really cool, like nerdy thing to nerd out about being as how we enjoy movies and music. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the only one that I watched all the way through and I kind of bailed on it because like the story kind of went in a weird direction and I was like, all yeah. right, like I'm not really vibing with it. Um, yeah. But so she's been watching it over on Netflix uh, recently, and we got to like a season where she said, "Oh yeah, the next season I'm watching is like I guess a ghost story season. It's called Roanoke." Um, and I was like, "Oh, like Virginia?" And she's like, oh, "I don't know." So I only sat down and started watching it because I thought it was based in Roanoke, Virginia. It's it's not, um, I <laughs> but it was. I, uh, maybe I it, it was. is. Maybe it is. <clears throat> but because they don't really specify where, but. The sh- the that season by itself is really interesting because they kind of like they concept jump a lot. So it starts mm-hmm. off as them airing, or sorry, it's starting off as like a TV series within a TV series. Okay, and then they kind of like keep doing that through the sh- ep- through the season. So it's like. Like, have you ever watched one of those shows where it's, like, a true crime show where they, like, reenact scenes and stuff like that? Yeah. That's, like, the first, like, six episodes. Then okay. then that turns into, oh, the show within the show was super popular. So we're going to send all the actors and the people that lived through this horrible thing back there and then do, like, a live-action, uh, like, reality TV show of all of them staying for the weekend in this haunted house. So then it's like one of those kind of shows. Then ah, it okay. goes. So I looked. Yeah, I looked it up. It's Roanoke, North Carolina. Oh, so. okay. There we go. So, no. but then, uh, so then it jumps from that kind of show to that kind of show 
to then like it follows like uh youtube streamers who are going there and like it's weird because it takes each of these styles of television show that in its core is exploitive as fuck and then kind of like takes the piss out of them but then also is like this is a really good storytelling tool like i've nerded out about it more because of the wandavision way of telling a story and this season of american horror story uses tv as a means to tell its story and i think it's really fucking cool the way they get to where they're at um but it's a stretch come the last like two three episodes of like following the storyline but me, me and me and beth have been sitting on the season finale for like two months now because we just haven't had time to sit down and watch it mm-hmm. um and we watched it after wandavision so we were okay. like okay this is cool <laughs> um but then the next season starts uh it's called cult and it's stupid so far so far it's so dumb because it it takes place is it called cl t or is it called kvlt it's not that cool ne- actually neither are cool um <laughs> The the Kvalt or the Cult. Neither neither is the... I I know I'm saying that with that hanging up behind me, but, you know. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. um, No, no mayhem. uh, But there's... um, The the season revolves around the uh, 2016 presidential election. And people having either incredible emotional distress that makes them hallucinate and people who are like we're trying to figure out how to use fear as a currency (laughs) and oh like monsters inc like monsters inc yeah exactly so it's like (laughs) monsters inc but it's also weird because uh evan peters is the main character for this season so Hmm. i'm like all right he's like an interesting character so i'm watching it just because of him but we got through the first episode and i was like the the cult are a bunch of clowns and clown horror doesn't do anything for me i can't take clown horror seriously like i when someone's like i understand people have a legitimate fear of clowns and i sympathize with that but when a clown is used in a setting of horror it does not startle me at all it just looks stupid um so is is zero your take on hmm? is that your take on it one and two it wasn't scary no the only time in It 1... I still haven't seen It 2, but um, the only part in It... Like, the Tim Curry one didn't do a thing to me. Well, no. But, I, mean, I mean, he was he was great in the role, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the modern ones, uh, the only time I felt any sort of tension was when I thought that one kid was going to get killed by getting that air cannon blasted in his head. That was the mm. only time that I felt any kind of tension because I was like, oh shit, yo, no, they're going to kill that fucking kid. Because um, the gloves were off, obviously, at the beginning when Georgie gets killed and you're like, right. oh, they just showed a child get killed on screen. Right. Gl- gloves are off. So, like, I'm watching the whole movie thinking, all right, gloves are off. They can do whatever the fuck they want to. And I was like, right. nope, nope, not really. <laughs> they kind of don't do much. I don't know. I didn't. I don't really like it in general um stephen king's good at stuff i guess but i'm not really not really a fan of it i just i just don't like clowns as like a means of horror because they don't scare me so i saw 
Sorry, I got really close to my mic right there. Um, I saw it one and it two in theaters, mm-hmm. and I was terrified the entire time. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, both movies scared the shit out of me. Soft. But I was also like, I was also like, ah, I love this fucking movie. Yeah, I I didn't get any any of that from it. Like the the last so horror I, movie, like The Witch was the last hor- horror movie I saw in theaters that I was like, this is really good. Like obviously it didn't scare that's me. That's a great movie. But that's a great movie. Yeah, no, it's a fucking brilliant movie. Um, did you see her? Did you see Hereditary? I haven't seen Hereditary. I'm really like I I have been desensitized to being affected by horror movies because of playing horror video games. Like being involved yeah. in what's going on frightens me way more than being a, a passive viewer. Because um, you can that makes ki- sense. formulaically, so, you, you can kind of sense when a jump scare is coming in a movie. Yeah, definitely. So me and Jarm have seen countless horror movies t- together. Mm-hmm. I'm always scared. I'm really? always freaked out. Yeah, I'm always scared. Huh. It doesn't matter what's gonna scare me. It doesn't matter. Like I will I will freak out, I will jump. I'm I'm I get scared very easily when mm-hmm. I'm watching movies. And like I have fun while watching them. Mm-hmm. Um Jeremy, I've never seen react to a horror movie before. Yeah. Ever. Like I've never seen him like Ugh, or like what the fuck? Never. We're both dead. Never one. That's probably why. That's probably <laughs> it. But so so I waited till Ashley was out of town because Ashley does not do horror movies. Yeah, Beth, I I have put so, her through some shit <laughs> just yeah, to see I told if she you, would react I told, to it. I told you last week I watched House of a Thousand Corpses with Ashley, and she was like, "I don't like this movie. What yeah. the fuck is this?" Yeah. So 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 I waited till she was out of town. Mm-hmm. So me and Germ, I, I had bought Hereditary on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Me and Germ sit down, we're watching it, and like like the last twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. I like I like I'm like what the fuck, but I also hear Jeremy go what the fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, huh. so that that movie caused a reaction from Jeremy, and I've never seen that before. All right, so. I might have to watch it then. If it made his heart of stone it's, actually shift, <laughs> it's a very good movie. Yeah, it, it's very good. Well, because like, like not not to be cli- not to be cliche, because everybody talks about how great it is. It yeah. really is a great movie. Well, like I I like watching horror movies for like over the top goofiness, like oh yeah. Like dude, 80s movies don't don't scare me. Like, no, they're just fun. Like I I love so fun. like fun horror is what I enjoy. Yeah. Like when like I think the the gore porn like genre of like the like mid 2000s kind of like turned me off of horror movies in theaters yeah, for a little 100%. bit. Cuz like it's just you know, gross. Like, like S- I- Saw and Hostel was like these aren't horror movies that like I guess they're horrific for people that are like you know, didn't grow up with Rotten.com, but I was like, oh, like, that's really fucking gross, but yeah, I was it's like, just, it's just, but then I get taken out of it because I'm like, oh, the practical effects are really cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I saw Hostel 2, mm-hmm. and it made me really, un- I was young, too, so, like, I mm. saw it, like, when it came out, and, like, what year did that come out? Let me look that up. Hostel 2 had to be, like, like, 2007 or eight. 2007 you're right yeah. so so i was i wasn't that young mm-hmm. uh, i was about 15 but like i was not into horror movies at all back then like no. i somebody made me one of my friends made me watch gothica and that movie scared the shit out of me so, so like that's such a boring movie to introduce someone into uh, horror <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen it since that time but it, it scared me oh. but 
So so another person watched like had Hostel two on, and I was like, this is just gross. I don't like this. Yeah, you know? I like the first horror movie that I have a a good memory of watching was ch- the first Child's Play when I was like seven or eight. Um, Child's yeah, Play is fun. Yeah, and then like four years later, when I was like. I think I was like twelve. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw Clockwork Orange for the first time, and I still need to see that. I've never and seen it. totally desensitized me after that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, no." I I watched a lot of shit I shouldn't have watched at the age I was at, but you know, I early ages of the internet and uh, tape trading. I got into that really early for some reason. Like I was obsessed with like yeah, tape trading sense. when I was a kid. Makes sense. Fucking yeah, Paul. Um. <laughs> So, like, first horror movie I ever sat through and watched the whole thing mm-hmm. was Urban Legends. Oh. It's like a slasher. It's a slasher movie from, like, the late 90s or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I had a I had a TV in my room. I was a spoiled kid. You know, judge me all you want. I, I had I, cable. I had one, too, because of how much I played video games. It was the only way that, sure. like, my parents so, knew that they could watch TV. Right. So... I had to share it with my brothers Um, and sisters, though. Well, that makes sense. But, so, I had my own. Like, my sister had one in her room. I had one in my room. Mm -hmm. And, like, one late night, I'm, like, flipping through the channel. And I stop on this movie, Urban Legends. I was like, well, this this looks weird. Mm -hmm. I'm eight years old at the time. Keep that in mind. That movie scared the shit out of me. Really? But... I could not turn it off. I was like, I need to watch this whole thing. I I, I want to know what happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I'm like sitting there like scared shitless. It's going into like, like one in the morning. I'm watching this movie. I feel like the later you I, watch a horror movie, the scarier it gets. I was so scared. Like I had to go sleep in my parents' bed. I was like, hey, can I come sleep with you guys? Cause, <laughs> like, I'm so... I snuck and watched like, a I'm... horror movie. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm so freaked out. <laughs> They, um, and then and mm-hmm. then the last time uh, th- that was the last time a movie affected me like that. Mm-hmm. I was eight years old, obviously. Mm-hmm. I saw Us, the Jordan Peele movie. I still need in to see theaters. That. I saw it in the- it's on HBO Max. So yeah, go watch it. I need to see Us so, uh, and the other one he did, Get Out. You haven't seen Get Out? No. Get out! Get out! <laughs> no, I'm terrible at watching movies. We've established Dude, this. It's- like I've watched way more TV than I watch movies. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, Get Out is like a cultural cult, cultural landmark. Like, yeah. it's a big deal movie. Like, you need to see that movie. Okay. I, and a lot of people wanted us to be as good, and I think to a lot of people, it's not even near as good mm-hmm. as Get Out. I fucking loved us. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. The I think it's better than good. Get Out. I, I think it's better than Get Out, and I'm like I'm like the only person in the realm of people who have seen Jordan Peele's movies who thinks that. I think it's fucking incredible. Yeah. So anyway, um, so I saw that opening night, and I had I made like it was before me and Ashley lived together. I made her sleep over. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, so scared. Can you, can, can you please sleep over? You know, no one's making you snitch on yourself. <laughs> no, I know. I'm a glutton for dude. That yeah. movie scared the shit out of me. I couldn't really? sleep. I was like, I was like laying next to Ashley, just like. I've never had a horror movie like affect me that bad. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe I have Aspergers it, and I don't know about it. Um, I don't know, man. But, but like, at, like that movie psychologically really affected me. Mm. And like I I watch so 
It scared me opening night. I wa- I rewatched it like a year later. It's not as scary the second time. It's just as good. I think it's, okay. it's a phenom- I think it's a phenomenal film. See, like like the um what was it? Like I re- I remember like when I was Oh god, when did that come out? 1990 1998. So I was 11. Um, I played Resident Evil for the first time cuz it had like just come out. I was yeah. not old enough to deal with that. <laughs> um, because, you know, I had seen movies, and movies, like I said, movies are scary because you have no control over what's going on. So you're like, right. you're a passive participant in a movie. Um, and horror movies back then scared me to a point. But right. interactive horror, totally different ballgame. <laughs> and ever since playing Resident <laughs> Evil 1, I have never been affected by a horror movie the same way I get affected by a horror game because it's up to me to move. It's up to me to participate. So, like, right. it creates more tension, for me, at least. Yeah. Um, and I felt that way about horror games until... Which I, I love the fact that, like, Resident Evil 1 was the horror video game that, like, made me obsessed with survival horror games. And right. then the Resident Evil 7 is the video game that made me go, like, Virtual reality is the best way to play any kind of horror game. <laughs> and now I'm like, I am dead inside to any other kind of jump scare because of playing Resident Evil 7 in virtual reality. It is Dude. terrifying. <laughs> I played... I played Ooh, it scares the, the I, shit out of me. <laughs> it's rare that I actually try out a game. Mm-hmm. I played the Resident Evil 7 demo. Oh, it's horrifying. I'm not, I'm, I'm not playing the game. I'm, I refuse. It scared the fucking shit dude. out of me. I can't do it, dude. It was so scary. I, I got... <laughs> when I got my uh, VR headset, I was obsessed with just playing horror games. That, like, yeah, yeah. I would start. It would scare me too much, and I'd stop playing it. But then I would, like, I would like muster up the effort to go forward with it. But um, there was one game I got for PlayStation 4 called Here They Lie. Um where so obviously virtual reality can make people nauseous and dizzy and stuff this game knows that so it's trying to make the player nauseous by messing with like the landscape and messing with like what you see and then kind of like try to make you like uncomfortable and then as soon Mm -hmm. as you start feeling that way it makes you have to run from something or put you Mm -hmm. in a stressful situation so it's like it's like four fourth dimension kind of horror so I don't like that. You know, I didn't think I did either until I started playing it more, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I have, ne- like I've only felt terror when like I've had a gun pulled on me or a knife or something, and like this video game is like the only thing of media I've done in a while that is making me feel like I could die now. <laughs> like something could happen. Like, yeah. and I I don't know something about virtual reality is like super fucking dope for the horror medium in general for me at least like i i I think it's terrifying like i I put beth through one of the uh the horror games that i have where it's like um what is it it's called a rush of blood where basically it's it's an on rails uh shooter have you ever played an on rails shooter before i have not um do you ever play area 51 in arcades no i haven't oh yeah 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 yeah. or like time crisis one of those yes yes, so it's that but you're on a roller coaster that's going through a haunted house, but you also have to shoot things because things are trying to kill you. So it's just like 
chuck full of jump scares and making you go down really steep like caverns on like a little uh little roller coaster track um yeah so it makes you dizzy it makes you scared all that shit so I, I don't want that no you do you do you want to try it i'm telling you no, no, it's no i don't it I'm is good. a trip um if you enjoy horror like you, if you enjoy horror you'd like it but um, i don't think so but she wanted to try it out and i was like okay cool so put the headset on her three seconds later i just start hearing ah! like she's going like full <laughs> pitch scream like just losing her shit and i'm like are you okay and she's like this is so fucking scary and just like losing her mind <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it's i'm telling you man virtual reality horror is like the shit it is so good ashley ashley got one of those like oculus things mm-hmm. for christmas yeah and i played like a climbing game mm-hmm. and i got to the top of the wall but i couldn't figure out how to get onto the wall yeah and ashley like tugged on my shirt and i fell and yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of heights. So Me too. Fucking, fr- I dropped to the ground. I was so scared. <laughs> there's fall. there's a part in Resident Evil Seven that uh made me very 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 uncomfortable because mm-hmm. so uh, I am terrified of the idea of drowning in an area where like I can't like get away. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Irrational fear, you know, but um. Right. There's a part where I have to crawl underneath a house through a crawl space, and there's water bubbling up. So in VR, I'm seeing water, like, right here Ooh. under my chin with this much headspace. And I'm already anxious, because I'm like, I don't like this in real life. So I'm yeah. going through, and then the water starts getting higher, and you have to tilt your head up so, you know, you can breathe. So I'm like, alright, so I have to, like, keep my head above water and keep going through... And the whole time, I'm like, something is going to pop up and scare me. I'm already scared, mm-hmm. and something's going to scare me. And I thought I was in the clear, and I saw this, like, little bubble come up. And I was like, oh, okay, shit. It was just like a frog. Then it's a skull, and then all this other shit. And I'm just like, no! <laughs> I, like, fell out of my fucking chair. Because I was like, oh, this is some shit! <laughs> and then ended up drowning anyway. Down? Huh? Do you play VR sitting down? Yeah, I put... So, uh, I... I've had the best experience playing VR, depending on the game, uh, if I'm sitting in a drum throne, because I can spin around in it if oh, I need, yeah. to, go, if I need to move sense. quickly. Um, if it's like a shooter or something like that, there's a couple games I play standing up. Like I have this game called Swordsman, where it's basically just medieval sword combat or like samurai like sword combat, which is really fucking fun. Um, I'll play those standing up. I play, uh, I play Doom in VR standing up just cause like I have this big like fake gun thing with it too and it's just kind of fun to like duck on a knee and jump up and do all this other stuff yeah. um and Skyrim I'll play standing up but okay. th- those are the only games I'll play standing up just cause I feel like I can actually get something out of standing and sitting true yeah did you see this shit about um Metallica's Twitch stream no no. So I saw the group so chat they, popping up about it. I like something yeah, about Lars Ulrich. So their so their music got they were doing a live stream uh concert on Twitch. Oh. And Twitch muted their music and played like random music over it to avoid like um copyright infringement. Oh man, this, this just, is this is the it, future Lars wanted. Exactly. That's it's so funny because it's like oh. They're the reason that online piracy, like, 
is or like online um how did jeremy put it the, online the copyright and, claims yes they're the reason it is as um scrutinous as it is and it's just so funny to have that happen to them in response to that. How much you want to bet there's just some programmer at fucking, or programmer or moderator at Twitch who was like, I really liked Napster when I was a teenager. I'm going to be petty and just pressed a button. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's great. Dude, at that shit, like, I don't know if I would pay money. To, I've never seen Metallica before. I don't know if I'd ever pay money pay. to fucking see them. Not not anymore. Like I would have no. maybe in the nineties. In the nineties or eighties, I absolutely would. Yeah. But they're all fucking washed up pieces of shit who got lazy from being rich. Yep. And they can't play their fucking instruments anymore. Nope. No. Nope. The only one that can still play is Rob, and he's he joined the band in the early two thousands. Yeah. He's the it, uh, it sucks because he's the best member of the fucking band, and he's not even an original member. Um, Kirk Hammett sucks at guitar. Like, oh, that Celtic, he was that good. Celtic Frost video. Oh my god, <laughs> so bad. I, let's I, let's I, pay I, homage by butchering this fucking song that I this. barely even with no drums. Like, why play the cover if if Lars isn't going to play the drums for it? Lars like, it makes no sense. One or two things happen. Lars either has never heard of Celtic Frost. <laughs> He's like, who? I'm not covering that. Or. Um, to stick to his, like, you know, I, I can't have, I can't play another person's music because of copyright bullshit. He probably was like, mm. I'm dying on this hill, so I'm not going to cover their shit. Cause maybe. he, he wasn't hype maybe, up on that shit until after they put out a cover album. I just, dude, I cannot. It, <laughs> they're in that, they are, it, it's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, they they are an embarrassing embodiment of like why I don't ever want to be successful. <laughs> like so, they, they but, are such a joke to where they came from. And I, I don't like I don't shit on people who want to make money playing music. That's fine. I, I'm not yeah. I'm not in I don't got the energy to shit on someone who wants to make music. But yeah. um that said, I can shit on Metallica all day because oh, hell yeah. at the level of of popularity they had and influential like contributions to the style of music they played they literally just got lazy it's like if you're yeah, gonna be did. that way just don't fucking make music like just no one's yeah. making you do anything like in the 90s their music they were focusing on making money like, yeah and that's fine but D like disappear has one good riff though mm. that it's stupid but it's catchy. That was on the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. Yeah. I think. It was. It was, okay. But, like... Yeah, disappear. I, I've gone on so many tirades about this fucking band. Like, because the first four albums are incredible. Like, and then on the Black album, they were like, oh, let's make, like, a commercially like viable record yeah but sad but true is a hard fucking song no it's not dude i if if a band covered that at a fest i would just throw a band did cover that kid rock covered it and made it his song american badass and that song is hard as shit <laughs> um uh, I am American Bat. I'm I'm taking a uh, I'm taking a, a side road here <laughs> to tell a funny Kid Rock story. So, oh 
I uh, was hanging out with, and I will not name names on this because I don't want this person to feel bad, but they're an asshole for doing this to me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were hanging out at a bar that was doing karaoke, yeah. and he was really yeah. like stoked about it. He's like, I've never done karaoke before. This sounds really fun. And I'm like, okay, like, what do you want to do? So we're going through all these songs, and he's like, oh, man, like, they have Kid Rock. We should do Ba with the Ba. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Like, if it's the one you want to do, I'll do it with you, right? Because he didn't want to do it by mm-hmm. himself. Right. We we go up there. We get one ball in. We are a we are a single ball into the song, and he just goes, okay. "I'm not doing this shit," and he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yo, dude, come. You said you want to do this." He's like, "No, this is fucking stupid." And he's just walking away, like, and just vanishes. And I'm just up there, and I'm like, "Well, I I got a ball with the." ball on my own and i just i did the thing and then i came back later and I'm, he was like yo man you look really dumb doing that song and i was like yeah thanks you fucking jerk setting me up who was it i'm Please not tell I'm, me who I'm not telling you who it is so my to watch list um is uh i talked about color out of space last week i still need to watch it mm-hmm. um so this week i'm hoping to watch that I bought the Chadwick Boseman movie Get On Up, the one where he plays James Brown. Neat. I want to watch that. Um, and then I bought, because it was on sale. I don't know if you knew this. They made a sequel to The Big Lebowski. It came out last year. It was It's The Jesus Rolls. Mm. It's about the Jesus. So I should make a list of every movie I haven't seen that will make people angry with me. Because uh, you haven't seen the Big Lebowski? No, I haven't. So I also haven't okay, well, like just, I haven't seen Jaws me, either. Like, there's a ton of fucking movies I've never seen. All right, like, well, let me just, let me finish and, talking about this. Okay, let me ahead. finish talking about this. And then you can all right, yell so at me. The G- so the Jesus is a very prominent side character in the I, Big Lebowski. I know I've seen the memes. And uh, John Turturro, who plays the Jesus, mm-hmm. he directed this movie. Okay. So it's him it's him directing a solo movie about his, one of his most famous characters. Mm-hmm. Which is why I was so interested in seeing it. Okay. First of all, first of all, big John Turturro fan. He's great. He's one of the highlights of Transformers 1 and 2. He's so funny in those movies. Mm. Movies mm. are bad, but he's funny in them. I don't know if you could pick um, up on that noise I made. I could, mm. and I'm just going to go on record to say that Transformers mm. 1 was so much fun for, um, how old was I? When mm. I Groans intensifies. Shut up. <laughs> oh, shut up. 2007. Uh, so I was... There was only one was Transformers 14. movie to me, and it's the animated I was. Movie. I was, four, whatever, shut up. I was like 14 or 15 when the first one came out, and... I lost my mind in the theaters. Okay. And the third one is actually a genuinely good movie. Like, looking back critically and uh, subjectively, it's actually really good. Okay. I am not a fan of Michael Bay, generally. I mean, I'm not either, but I like those two movies. And apparently, I've never seen it, but Armageddon is apparently very good. And The Rock? I've seen... The the Rock is tight. I will say that. And uh, Armageddon, so he, so I've he only seen that. on TV for like one of the Fox late night movies back in the day. Oh, Michael Bay also made Bad Boys 1 and 2, and I love both those movies. Oh, okay. I'm giving those. 
He also produced the most recent one, Bad Boys for Life, which was way better than it had any right to be. I That's been I, on a watch list for me for a while. I've been meaning to watch that. I saw it. Me and my sister, that was one of the last movies I saw in theaters. It was good. Anyway, um, so this week, let's see, I finished up watching fucking Justice League cartoons. And rather than do what I normally do and start them over, I decided to watch other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I totally would have just started them all over. Oh yeah. And just gone through. So I've been being pretty reckless on voodoo. Like I have been lately. So mm-hmm. let's see. So I bought the Jesus rolls. So that's on my watch list. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the, the movie Don John? Nope. So basically George, Jason Gordon Levitt directed it and he stars in it. And he's a guy that's like addicted to porn. Sick. But he's also like, he's also like a ladies man. Okay. So it's like, and he's like, he talk, like the whole movie's well, like. Well, he learned how to talk to women from porn, obviously. Well, no. Every porn has a 100% uh, success rate. So, clear, so movie, clearly, it works. The, no, the movie's like, the movie's basically like an analysis of, like, you know, what watching porn will do to your relationships. Mm hmm. And it's like. It's got the movie's gotten a lot of shit, but it like it's actually a really well made and really thought out premise. Okay. And movie, it's really fucking good. Hmm. Okay. Like, I like it a lot. I highly recommend. It's very, it's it's moving. That's cool. Yeah, I like that movie. Anyway, um, and then they had like a bundle and save the like the movie The Neighbors. Um, it's like Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Okay, because I always get that confused. Because I thought there's like a horror movie called The Neighbors, and then there's yes. that one where it's like, well, so, I, I so moved in. Called... I moved in next door to a frat house. Yes, that's that one. So, so that premise, as a a new like since I moved recently, makes me so mad because you didn't have to move <laughs> in next door to a fucking frat house. Well, the frat house moved in next door. They just bought the house, and then the house next door was bought by the frat. Like, it happens, like, simultaneously. How often... It's very rare that two homes are on sale next door to each other. It is very, very very fucking rare. But... I spent a year looking for a new place to live. It was... Oh, God. Jordo, I've been through a lot. Okay. Movie, like... As like a raunchy comedy, like like just like a laughathon, movie's mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. I, I do enjoy and, a raunchy Seth Rogen movie. And the sequel was just as fucking funny. Like they're how both you, great. How do you make a sequel to that? Do they just both move again, or is it like a different weekend? So So in the second one, Seth Rogen and his wife are selling the house who is played by Rose Byrne, who I'm also a big fan mm-hmm. of. She's great. Um so they're selling their house. The house next door that once housed the frat is empty, and a, a sorority moves in. So they have a common it, enemy in the next movie. So the the next mo- the second movie takes place while the house that's being sold by Seth Rogen is in escrow. So they have oh. thirty days. So they got thirty days to get the house sold, and the sorority is like just picking up for its first month. The, dude, they're both fucking hilarious so when they do a third one is it going to be that like a house that's gonna be like a nursery is moving in across the street and now like everyone has I, to be quiet i don't know I don't but know. i don't know if they're gonna i don't know if they're gonna make a third one but i don't know I how you pre- how, i don't know how you premise a sequel out of that it's kind of like how they, I, I they premise sequels out of um 
Ah, fuck. What was that movie that was, like, really popular for no reason? Uh, Hangover. Yeah, you know, The Hangover 2 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, it's terrible. It's such a waste of time. Such a waste of time. The the first one's, like, it doesn't hold up, but it was funny at the time. Good premise. Um, Also, horribly offensive in some parts. Yeah, it definitely is. Yes. Um, and then also another bundle and save, uh, the graphic novel turned movie Red. Oh, the John Malkovich uh, one? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, one, I saw that on USA like two. years ago. One and two. Both yeah. of them are so much, they're so much fun. I don't remember and much of it, but I, I've had a good time watching it. Helen Mirren is like incredible. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. So, so I watched all four of those movies this week. Dope. Along with Casino, or unless I watched that last week, oh, I don't remember when I watched. I fucking I love Casino. I don't remember when I watched Casino, but it's definitely in the bottom tier of Scorsese's for me. I, I need so. to watch it again. I've only seen it that one time. I it- have never sat through The Godfather One all the way. So I don't really know how to base my opinion on Gorsese movies. Like, I've either seen the last 40 minutes of The Godfather, or I've seen the first 20 minutes, or it's been on in the background at work. Yeah. And So, here's a I fun fact. I don't get it. I watched The Godfather for the first time two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? It was a, it was a really good movie. It, it deserves all the acclaim it gets. I get I that. Think. I get that. Um... I so I feel like it in this day and age, right? If you haven't seen a movie that is like a big cultural like important movie, mm-hmm. it's been memed to death. So you've basically yep. seen the movie without seeing the movie. Yep. Like yeah, that's true. I've never seen the Big Lebowski, but I know 90% of the movie because of the internet. No you don't. No you don't. I know enough. I know enough to get by. Sorto. Gordo. Same with The Godfather. I've... I know enough to get Gordo. by. Same with The Lord no, of the no, Rings. No, no, I know no, enough no, to no, get no, by. No, 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 no. All right, yeah. all right, no, no, no. We're gonna time out here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna school you, because <laughs> I've seen The Big Lebowski four mm-hmm. times. Yeah. I still don't understand it. So then why would I like... watch it? <laughs> no, no, no. So l- just get, just, just bear with me, please. Okay. Let me get through this okay. because you're completely wrong. I'll tell you. Right? I'll tell you. Bear with you. Let's go. So there, there's like ten minute segments that have been memed to death. Of this movie, mm-hmm. so like people like you and I, because like I I I didn't watch it until I was like older. Mm-hmm. So like people like you and I are like, oh, I I, I got that movie. There, there's bowling and then there's this. There's a rub. Yeah, there's That's there's it. bowling. There's psychedelics. There's a weird dance segment. There's the dude tripping milk. Um, the movie is very broad. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to take in, so I still need to watch it to get it. But like, it's a good movie. Okay, it's enjoyable. I'm not saying it's a bad but, movie. I'm just saying that like right. I've like I don't think I don't think that your assessment is fair because I know for a fact that mm-hmm. there's parts of that movie that are not memed. Yeah, and there's parts of that movie that can be imp- appreciated, like you know, independent of appreciating the whole film. Like, there's, there's a lot of great shit in there. It's just a weird fucking movie. So, like, maybe this is the way I'm wired, but I can't sit through and enjoy something if it's been memed to death. Like, I cannot watch the um, second Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Like, I'll get, like, 20 minutes into it, 
then the Joker will start saying stuff, and I cringe out of my socks, and I just turn it off. Dude, that movie's incredible. What are you talking about? It's been ruined by people who enjoyed that movie from its launch date to 2015. I saw it five times in theaters. That chunk of time. Yeah, I saw it twice in theaters. I loved it when it came out. But, like, every motherfucker who wants to wear a fedora and a vest with a fucking Attack Attack t-shirt ruined that movie for me. I mean, like, sure. I I literally can't sit through it without feeling agitated. Well. Like I said, I think I'm wired a little off. I think you are, too. Yeah. That's just. Dude, it's such a good movie. Like. Independent of people being cringy liking it, yeah. it's just a great movie. Well, it's like anytime I hear the dialogue from the Joker, it immediately just makes me kind of like, because it just my brain is associating other shit with it now, and it's like I can't enjoy I mean, it. And then see, every time I, I hear, know. I don't know, it's weird. And like any any time I hear uh, Christian Bale talk as Batman, I'm just like this aged really bad. That yeah, Bale's Batman is really rough. Yeah. He's great as uh, Bruce Wayne, but like yeah. his Batman is very rough. Yeah, like I'm a bat, I'm a Batfleck stan. I I think that Ben Affleck is the best live action adaptation of Bruce Wayne and Batman. I still need to see that. My so I was gonna tell you my uh, my before I go on a Batman <laughs> tangent that's gonna make everyone sure. fucking alienate me because um, I don't like the Joker Batman. Um, what? The uh the the Batman with Joker in it uh the Heath Ledger one I don't like it anyway um the uh uh what is it the Robert Pattinson that I could not think of his fucking name I'm mm-hmm. so pumped for that Batman movie um it looks incredible dude it's gonna be great to get hyped for it um I noticed how many Batman movies are on um uh HBO Max HBO? so yep. I want to watch. All of them. Um, I almost started watching Deathstroke last night, but I was too tired to like think I would stay up for it. I was like, mm-hmm. I just got done working out, so I was like, okay, I'll put it on. And then I was like, ah, I'm probably going to stay awake for this whole thing and be up later than I want yeah. to, or I'm going to fall asleep in the middle of it. And I hate falling asleep yeah. in the middle of movies. I do um, too. It's... I hate trying to find where I fell asleep. It's like, yep. why don't I just watch it when I'm awake? Um, mm-hmm. But like um, that as well. Yeah, but yeah, I want to watch all of them because there's so fucking many. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I have all those in my queue to watch. I have. Are you talking about the, anim- the animated ones or like all the live action ones? Um, I'm gonna watch the live action ones I like. Um, I I may may reintroduce myself to Dark Knight because it it has been like seven years since I've watched six or seven years since I've watched it. Um. Honestly, dude, I want. I went through Nolan's films last week, or mm-hmm. a couple of the week before we started this. Yeah, I went through Batman Begins, uh, Dark Knight, mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises. I love them all, man. Like as an independent trilogy, yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy. No, the writing is good. I'm not saying the writing's yeah. bad. I'm just I I get. I get uncomfortable watching them now just because I can't like makes sense. I can't distance certain things, you know. Well, that seems like a personal problem that you yeah. need to get, you need, you need to surmount, my friend. I could, or people could just not meme stuff until it's fucking dead. 
I mean, that's kind of like the nature of everything, dude. Everything yeah. gets beaten to the, it, all, it all gets beaten to the ground. It does. It does. It it definitely ruins people's time. Or you can be like me and just mm-hmm. like ignore everybody and just appreciate. Well, the I th- art the art for what it is. That was starting to happen with Letterkenny, and I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this like very special little thing I just found that I really like is going to start getting memed to death. And luckily it hasn't, but it's still like popular enough to like garner new seasons. Right. Um, so in your, we watch, are you going to, are you going to include, um, Batman versus Superman? Well, I've never watched it. So yeah, I kind of want to. So, so on HBO max, I'm not sure if both of them are available. There's a three, there's a theatrical cut mm-hmm. and, a the three hour long. Ooh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Jordo, bear with me, please. Uh, I hate sitting through something for that long. So, I'm trying to, is it, what is it called? It's called The Ultimate Cut. I bought it. I own it. Like, oh. uh, yeah. Ultimate Edition, that's what it's called. So, Yes, it is 183 minutes long. <gasps> but that just gives me issue. a hernia. Listen, man, <laughs> it's really it like the other day I threw it on just to have in the background mm-hmm. while I read because the music specifically in the film mm-hmm. incredible. So I was like, oh, I'll just throw this on because like the the score is great. So I'll just have that in the background while I'm reading. Okay, I have my comics in front of me, and then. I closed the book and I just watched the whole movie for three hours. Huh. Okay. I am in a very vocal minority that loves this movie, All especially right. the ultimate cut. So, like, the theatrical version. See, I'm like that with cut. Batman and Robin. I love Batman and Robin. I do too. It's great. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun movie. Not, it's, it's not a good Batman movie. No, but, but it's, it's a, a lot fun of fun movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I'm with you. I yeah. love that movie. Um, but like the theatrical cut, um, cut out so much context from the story that Snyder was trying to tell that like the theatrical cut made no sense. Like people were like, this movie's dumb as shit. And then you watch the three hour version and you're like, holy shit, that's where all the the context went. It sounds like a, a bad misstep that DC makes with their movies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh and man, that, you have this vision? Nah, don't have one of those. So, like, part of it is Zack Snyder should be able to tell the story without having to take three hours. Yep. So there's like there's like four different subplots in the movie that mm-hmm. like you could probably wrap them up quicker than he does. But like, as a movie, mm-hmm. it's like a beautiful movie. It's like really well made. Cinem- the cinematography is great. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people hated Ben Affleck as Batman in it because, like, he's, like, he's cruel and, like, old. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, he's old and jaded. He's been fighting crime for 20 years, and crime is not going anywhere. So it's, no. like, he's tired. I mean, so this he, like, he kind of got it, that way in the Tom King run of Batman, too, where he started getting exactly. kind of very tired of doing what he does. Like, he's great at it, but, like, it gets tiresome. Yeah, so it's like it's a really great take. It's like it's also a really fresh take on Batman because mm-hmm. nobody's ever done that type of Batman cinematically before. In a movie, you know, yeah, just, you're right. We we've just gotten the fucking 
we've gotten like the the Michael Keaton like dark like oh I'm an orphan I'm an orphan and I'm Batman check and out I'm Batman I wear a turtleneck all the time this is <laughs> it's a sign of wealth in the 90s is if you have a nice that's ex- turtleneck that's ex- that's exactly what it is yeah he, like or yeah you, he was or, he was all turtleneck Val Kilmer was you, all dick helmet haircut and George Clooney dude. was just there <laughs> yeah exactly Val Kilmer rocked uh, all right. Hold on, hold all on, right. hold on. I think Val all Kilmer right. was a good Batman. Shit, Bruce Wayne. I think he was a great everything. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I do like Batman Forever. Like Batman Forever is a fun fucking movie. Um, Joel Schumacher ma- like had has made a um, two hour cut that is like apparently a much darker film. Oh. The studio meddled. Ah. Uh, and we got what we got. Now that's, I love Batman sl- Forever slapstick but, nonsense movie, <laughs> but I I love Batman Forever. But I would love to see the two hour cut of it. Yeah, no, Batman but, Batman Forever is like one of my favorite Batman movies of all time, next to, um, fucking uh, Mask of the Phantasm. That's a great movie. Oh my god, I can't remember who it is, but one of the pages I follow on uh, Instagram, they're supposedly going to be making some. Uh, they're doing a Phantom. Uh, Phantasm shirt, yeah, Phanta- Phantasm like shirt, long sleeve, like whole merch drop thing. I saw a preview of it. it looks cool. I don't know uh, who it is either, but I think it's Espionage it cool. VR. So I think that's anyway, that kid from go- Vatican, right? I think so. But yeah. anyway, going back to Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it is tough. It like if you're not as invested as I am, mm-hmm. it is very hard to get through. Mm. But if you take the time to appreciate. It as a whole, mm-hmm. it's so fucking good, dude. Okay, I, I, it's a three-hour movie that I find myself rewatching very often. I'll need to figure out a way to like get through that. <laughs> That's the only problem. It's like I can, if you gave me an hour and a half movie, I fucking watch it right away. Be like, yes, yeah. I will. Yeah, sit through ninety minutes. Oh, give me a two-hour yes. movie. Okay, I'll. I'll try to get through it, but once we go over the two-hour mark these days, it's really difficult for me to sit through the whole thing. And I completely understand. Yeah. And I I don't go to bat for this movie very often because it's very hard to get through. Mm-hmm. It's just like the four-hour cut of Watchmen. Whew. I, I've only seen it twice, but I fucking love it. But it, it is very... It, it is very hard to get through. I mean, the re- the, the the theatrical version of mm-hmm. Watchmen is hard to get through. It's very long. Well, like, for example, like, you know I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Sometimes these WWE pay-per-views are, like, six hours long. <laughs> I don't want to do anything for that long. I barely, like, want to go to work for that long, let alone, like, yeah. enjoy something for that much time, you know? Like, give me a two- or three-hour pay-per-view. Tops. That's all I care about, because yeah. in a... Wrestling pay-per-view, I can walk away for 20 minutes if there's a match going on that doesn't interest me. I can go do right. something else. I can, like, you know, I'm not going to lose any story. But, mm-hmm. like, when it comes to movies, it's like, ah, I just get get to the <laughs> get to the point. Like, I'm really bad at that. Like, it's I think it's because of the yeah, way yeah. I've been conditioned with TV where it's like, I get a half-hour episode, and then I can just stop and then move on later. If... I have the time to set aside to watch a two-hour movie or a four-hour movie. <laughs> I'm fucking stoked. I'm like, oh shit! Look at all this content. We're let's go. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but sometimes, like where I'm at mentally, it's definitely a chore. So I yeah. understand. 
Yeah. So like, if you're in the right spot to to sit through a three hour movie, I definitely would suggest uh, watching the ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman. Okay. I love that movie so much. I, I you know I, I understand and I make excuses for it because it's tough to get through, but I like it. It, it might be at the end of my Batman. Uh, That's fine. HBO journey. Because there's perfectly so fine. many fucking animated Batman movies on there. I did not realize they I, made that. Yeah, movie. dude. They so like HBO Max has kind of absorbed most of what was on Disney Plus. Uh, not Disney Plus. Fuck. Yeah. This happens every time. DC Universe. It yeah. basically absorbed most of what was on there. So we're well, going to be getting a lot. There's a there's going to be a lot more DC content coming. Because oh, good. DC Universe is basically like becoming just a comic book. Like just like a Which, like a reading app. I almost signed up for that until I realized that there's holes in their own library. Yep. I'm like, why am I giving you money for something that isn't a complete run? Like, yeah, no. Marvel does complete runs of their like. I get it if they're not going to do a complete run of a modern series, but why yeah. don't you have a complete run of a series you ran like ten or twenty years ago that you've had in publication? So Maybe it's a digitizing thing. Maybe, I don't know, but it's it's just weird. So we're inching closer to two hours, so I think maybe we should call it. We should. This has been Adult Crash episode two. Yeah, episode uh, two. Episode think. two, baby. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think in the comments. If there's anything you want us to check out, please leave us some feedback. We'd love to check out what you guys like, and if we like it, we'll talk about how much we like it, and if we don't like it, we're going to fucking crucify you. And we're going to shit on it. Like, a exactly. lot. You bring some dumbass shit, we're going to be like, yo, please don't have don't an dis- opinion again. Don't disappoint us. <laughs> don't people. offer me any goods ever again. You're such a disappointment to your father and I. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. Peace. And, uh, that's the end. Cool. Let me end the recording.